Freddie Adu can do just about anything he wants with a soccer ball, including fake much older players right out of their cleats. People who know say that he could develop into the best player, not just in America, but in the entire soccer-mad world. I just love it so much, you know? When I'm out there in the field, I'm in a whole different world, you know? It's like, I'm just having so much fun. So you get paid all that money to have to fun? To have fun, yeah. Wow. I mean, couldn't have asked for a better life, man. <laughs> it does look like a charmed life. Half a million dollars a year to play for DC United, the team he grew up watching. Let's play for it. Let's go. You said it felt like you were overcoached then. How so? I just felt like there was too many, too many instructions. Obviously, when I was playing, um, I'd always been the kind of guy that I, I never was coached much by by any coach. Uh, I was more. I just sort of went out there and uh, and did, you know what I'm saying? Just you know, we had a game plan, but I went out there and 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 just sort of let instincts and just let it, let it happen naturally. At DC, at some point, I just felt like there was still so many restrictions on what to do, you know, and just I didn't have, I didn't have the, the freedom to be myself, and 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 uh, I wasn't myself out there, you know, I wasn't affected because I was thinking too much. I was, um, and I, I just I always felt like when I got the ball, like I was like you know sort of like a robot. Get it? At an age when most kids are begging their parents for a higher allowance. He's got a million-dollar contract with Nike and another endorsement deal with Pepsi. We pass Mwanga, picking him out and leads it. What do you do? He's going to shoot it. He does. He scores. Four, two. Freddie Karantang Adu, or better known by simply Freddie Adu, born in June 2nd of 1989, was once considered the hottest soccer talent in all of North America. He went from shining in the Under-17 World Cup to being the Major League Soccer's highest paid player in the year of 2004, and realistically he was probably also the youngest. He did commercials with Pelé for soft drinks, and he was pretty much everywhere you looked. In the early 2000s, when it came to soccer in America, Freddie Adu was quite simply put, larger than life. So where did it all go wrong? Well, welcome to Sock Striker. Bleh. Excuse me. Welcome to Strikeout. Welcome to Strikeout Soccer. And today we're going to take a look at three strikes that hampered the development and growth of Freddie Adu. First, let's get into a little bit of background about the player. So, in 2023, you'll probably hear soccer fans from the U.S. yammering about Gio Reyna and him not being, uh, you know, played in the uh, World Cup that just passed in Qatar. We'll talk about Christian Pulisic, and I mean, now he's finally starting to get some minutes at Chelsea. But you know how he's the second coming of, let's just say, Lionel Messi for all intents and purposes. You know, couples, you know, a couple of sessions back, people would talk about, you know, Julian Green and you know, you know, whatever. But the original hype in American soccer was from Freddie Adu. Strike number one, too young. 
So as previously mentioned, Freddie Adu was the youngest player ever, at the time at least, to get a professional contract to play in Major League Soccer. I think it goes without saying that at the age of, let's just say 16, um, to be, you know, heralded as the greatest U.S.-based player of all time, and to get a professional contract and be expected to contribute like a senior member of that team is a lot for a teenager to take on. Um, you know, you're you're not ready for that at that age. You're not ready for the lights, the cameras. I mean, some people are. Maybe some people are. You know, he clearly wasn't. The commercials, the interviews on 60 Minutes and, you know, ABC, uh, magazine covers, billboards, uh, blockbuster endorsements. Did I mention the commercial with Pelly? All of this, he was just too young and he was not ready. And for those reasons, I feel personally that he wasn't able to sustain the level of hype that he was first, you know, kind of touted to have. And he kind of ended up petering out. So I would say that was his first strike out of three. Strike number two, bad development. So if you take a, a teenager who's hyped and poised to become the next best anything and then you remove the process of developing that player to make room for them to become a superstar instead it won't take long for that player to start losing all of the things that made them a great footballer and turn into a great let's just say media person or a great advertiser or a great uh, model that can you know sell clothes or this or that so when I say bad development what I mean is he was too busy doing everything else besides focusing on his soccer that he wasn't able to develop so you know he went from being a really promising player to a player that was you know maybe you know just a middle you know a squad player to ultimately not really being good enough to make the cut because his celebrity was so big and the commercial potential of having the best American on your team was still there a lot of teams continued to take risks on him or they were willing to bring him on because there was a spark and that spark might be able to become reignited or maybe they could get back to the basics and uh, get him back on course to be what he was you know potentially destined to be ultimately that was not the case because it's a strikeout soccer and we're talking about him here so we just have to chalk up his second strike to uh, poor development and um, you know picking up some bad habits strike number three roadman so everybody knows that at the end of a professional career no matter what sport it is typically unless you are like having your name retired or your jersey retired at that venue most players start to go on kind of like this road, you know, the, this world tour towards the end of their career. You expect it to happen in your late 30s, early 30s, maybe depending on who you are, but not, not when you're, you know, barely 21 years old. Well, as stated before, you know, at Adu, he started in D.C., played a couple of seasons there before he was shifted off to Real Salt Lake, and a deal that saw him and one of our greatest, if not our greatest goalkeeper, I say our because I'm an RSL fan, Nick Ramondo also came in that trade. One of them worked out, the other one ended up, I mean, maybe you could potentially also say Freddie Adu worked out, because he got a, a move from Real Salt Lake to Benfica, which... Is a pretty it's a pretty big deal is it not however ever since that he didn't really he had a good season at Benfica after that he really didn't break into the team 
and he started what essentially turned into a new club every 12 to 18 months. He went on a handful of loans while at um, Benfica. He went to um, Monaco um, and a handful of other clubs throughout Europe that I personally have never heard of. Maybe you have. Some of those is like Belenese, Aries, um, Chaka, Rezapor came back to the United States, did a stint in Philadelphia where he was quite decent, which gave him you know enough energy to go down to Brazil, came back to Europe. I think he went over to Asia, um, then ultimately came back to play, you know, a tier below MLS here in America at the Tampa Bay Rowdies and the Las Vegas Lights. And as of last two seasons, he was at a club called uh, something in Sweden. I don't know how to pronounce it. And it looks like he got absolutely zero caps. So, I mean, that obviously is a stunt. Um, you know, some people would say it's better to stay at one club, dig in, and you might get a chance. But, you know, I feel like where there was all of this pressure and all of these expectations and maybe an Asian in his hair saying, hey, listen, like you're Freddie, I do. You know, if AS Monaco isn't going to play you, like let's go get you alone here and then like when you you know and you would know it's really about when you start going to these clubs that i've never heard of like cool ps and you only got five you know appearances and zero goals i mean the writing's on the wall and then you know and you know you're at three different clubs in one year and then you know it i mean it goes without saying when you're being bounced around that's the end it doesn't necessarily mean that that is your end but because you chose to travel that is your end and ultimately that was the undoing of our friend mr freddie i now i'm not a pro i never have been a pro most people could only dream of being as good as freddie i once was or probably still even is to this day to be able to play football at any kind of a perf- at any kind of a professional level but based on where he came from and who he was supposed to be i say i believe feel it's safe to say that his uh you know he struck out uh, in a major way, and he could have been so much better had he had um, some different choices in his career. Thank you. We respect you. We love you. But this is Strikeout Soccer, and Freddie, I do definitely struck out.